0: listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod and karen are hot
1: sometimes they take the l to jail with the real world got on 87th street stopped by this little girl she recited raps i forgot where they was from and um she was saying how she made brothers come i started thinking how many souls of help hip-hop has affected how many dead folks this art resurrected how many nations this culture connected who am i to judge one's perspective
2: hey welcome to the black Out who tips podcast your host rod and karen And we are in the house on a Sunday.
1: Yes, Sunday morning.
2: Sunday morning. Early one Sunday morning, as they say in the song Sadie. Uh, not the r kelly version the original <laughs> non-pedophile version um Aww. but we are in the house and we also have a guest uh, i feel like you guys should be very familiar with this person because uh, we talk about their podcast all the time and he's been on the show before and he's half of the comedy outliers that's uh, my man brandon collins on twitter you can find him at american collins what's going on sir
1: What's up, man? Man, I'm just – thank you for having me on again. It's Sunday morning. I'm going to try to fight through this hangover with y'all. I gave y'all a heads up on Twitter Mm -hmm. and Facebook. I was going to be a little rough. I had to celebrate last night because I got Judah Freelander to close out our Comedy Outliers show. I've been trying to book this dude for two years, (laughs) two years. I met him at New York Comedy Festival after party, and I met him. I got his number, and every time he was in town, I was trying to text him and drop in, and it just could not work out. And I finally got him last night, so I had to – throw a few back you know what
2: i mean well i could tell he's a cool dude because he followed me on twitter so i know he <laughs> he must i mean to put up with all the shit i talk and all the race shit and stuff he must be a pretty cool dude yeah, so uh that's congratulations man i know that's a big get man how how is comedy outliers going to, uh the, you know the show and the podcast
1: yo it's it's going great man um we got next show on saturday may 14th i got a dope lineup set for that Um, I got to say one thing, though. I'm kind of mad at y'all, because last night I met a woman who'd been coming to like four shows in a row, right? Turns out she drives from North Carolina to our show every month. What? Wow. She drives from North Carolina to our show every month. And she ain't never tried to pick me and Karen up. Wow. I told her about y'all. She had never heard about the Black Uh Eyed Pissabon. You need to download this tonight on your way home. You're not going to regret Rod and Karen are dope. But like I was like, man, if we got people drive for North Carolina to so our show, Rod and Kerry need to come
0: up.
2: Yeah, we yeah, like, y'all need to come up soon. That we the take goal. the tra- take the train up there or something. You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to get up there, but we we're, yeah.
0: we're, we're gonna find a way to get up there because there's so <laughs> many people we want to see.
2: I know, man. It's not gonna be enough time. We just right, gonna get up there. Everybody, I guess everybody just gonna have to like line up like NBA starting lineups and give us daps all the way down the street because i don't even know how we're gonna make time to meet all the people we know up there through this show now
1: that's yeah. right yeah yeah y'all got Keith and a girl y'all got you knew a <laughs> lot of comments chris lambert jl everybody
2: but i yeah. know yeah. man so we're
0: gonna have to make like several every few months just be like you know what this is the break <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> just like just like our nba team like people don't never really come here to charlotte but yeah uh we but we know so many we, black people everywhere when you look at the map of uh where our show is hot it's always like atlanta right. dc California, chicago California, <laughs> like,
0: texas right It's always I mean. like, never gonna get right. out to these places right now
2: <laughs> it's everywhere niggas is at uh in america Why don't do a live show though um like, organize a live show in new york uh we could, we could man yeah. i mean we would need to know people that yeah, do that so, shit yeah. I, mean, I mean that's what, how y'all all, y'all what forget we, i do all i do is produce i got gotcha. you know what man we Tell me business. what you want to do We're talking we'll business on the, on the air but uh yeah, yeah, yeah we might be able to do that yeah <laughs> yeah we, we'll,
0: we'll we'll talk with you and get, right, get that right. stuff together yeah
2: i have no idea how to do that shit people always yeah. say it like it's real easy, easy but bro, i was easy. like i don't know anybody like i'm just gonna be calling up people like hey man uh y'all mind if we get <laughs> the comedy seller real yeah, quick like, Who
0: are
2: you? Yeah. <laughs> I like, why is this bearded black man hitting me yeah. up on twitter?
0: they was like, well, I was like, we'll promise we'll sell out, they were like, Well, we don't know who you are,
2: so we got a show, and we like uh, how many niggas can y'all venue You hold? Because it's going to be a lot of niggas. Uh, hello? Hello? <laughs> Karen, I think they hung up again. I do too. Uh, but nah, man, we definitely had to talk about that. Cause, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's something we want to do. It's definitely on the gold. Yeah. Sheet. To because we
1: had people from your show, like who listened to us on your show, come out to our sh- to like call me outliers just because they heard us on you. So I'm sure you guys have your own following. You can sell out anything.
3: Yeah. And get I think- a whole
1: panel. You can have Jay over in the corner being mad.
3: <laughs>
1: optimistic you can have mike just screaming and me just being <laughs> afraid like a deer in headlights it'll be a great lineup
2: <laughs> i really think we could do it yeah man. that's our
0: goal to start traveling out to people because we know like yeah, they we're going
2: just, to dc yeah. this year yeah we're going to oh, dc for nice,
0: nice. awesome con yeah so, yeah, so for, hopefully
2: we can meet some people up there too yeah you know? so
0: we just kind of dropping that now so for people that thought about buying tickets y'all know this year we will be there
2: yeah so um and also for the podcast man you guys have been kicking ass on the podcast yes, front, thank man. you man. thank you uh like consistently dropping it and it's mm-hmm. always consistently funny man and yes i think y'all really found y'all y'all niche uh like discussing like inside comedy shit because I, I love that shit man it's so it's so eye-opening and good and yeah. uh mm-hmm. you know the inside baseball of it all and you know getting perspectives from people that organize shows how you make decisions like you know like who gets booked on a show and yeah uh stuff like you know now with comedy it seems like a lot of comedy is based around people trying to find an angle for tv too you right. know
1: yeah yeah i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pretend and say like uh outliers i haven't thought about that i'm actually working on a pilot script for mm-hmm. like a concept that could be around comedy outliers but i'm not trying to like take the podcast or like we've never had a niche it's never been like oh these two black guys they do goofy comedy shit it's right. just been like Mike and I just do a dope-ass show, and then we develop that into a podcast. We do live events and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, like, it's becoming more niche now, like, in New York. Like, there's, like, the Naked show. There's, like, a, a bunch of all-female comedy shows, which is fine. But, like, it's, like, all these gimmicks, you know, like, right. uh, like fucking wear clown makeup and do a joke.
2: <laughs> or, like, you know, like,
1: it's, like, a weird shit. I'm, like, yeah. but that's what, to be honest, that's the stuff that gets into publications these days. Like, like time on new york they like mess with us like sporadically like they don't mm-hmm. like consistently list our events but they'll list like some random goofy gingerbread house making show with like stand up mm-hmm. in between shit it's like it's uh, weird man
2: so it's like um yeah and that's the thing i was I was saying uh, i think it was the mic a while back was like uh well maybe i was just saying it on facebook either way i was just kind of like man how many people got into stand up but they didn't think like all right stand up in 10 years is gonna be me cooking a recipe but i do my bits between the putting the the, the food in the oven and getting it out and that's yes. gonna be the show you know what i'm saying like i don't think people like when they were watching like i don't know chris rock on hbo i don't think people's dreams was like yeah one day we i'm gonna be on the pizza bake show and you like ah! you make the pizza <laughs> the audience picks the top ins, then yeah. you put the pizza in the oven and then you do stand up do you go and get the hand the pizza to each person and give them a slice while you finish your set like I, it just yeah. seemed like that wasn't the dream no
0: it was yeah. not the dream because comedy has changed so much people have been paying attention now you are a one-man show before you can even get picked up which means you have to tell the jokes write the jokes do the traveling book your own events be a social media novice which means you got to be on facebook twitter instagram snapchat you also better have a blog you better have a youtube video youtube page and anything else that records on social media and a lot of times like particularly if you quote unquote you know depends on what making it is in your definition you know a lot of people won't even look at you unless you have a thousand or whatever their special magic number is like nah i just want to tell jokes i didn't sign up for any of this
1: exactly man like i I started producing shows when I was in high school, man, and, like, it just used to be about, like, the content and the talent, and now it's, like, you got to do all this extra shit to even just get people's attention, like, to even try to come out because, like, the audiences now are, like, what have you done for me lately versus just make me laugh. Right. Like, make me laugh. I want to have a good time. Now they're, like, oh, you got to give me stuff. Uh, what's the next, you know, big thing? Who do you have dropping in? All these things. It's, like, no, it's just a dope show, and luckily Mike and I are fortunate enough to have our audience. It's, like, we know it's just going to be a dope time.
2: Have you, like, have you thought about, like, have you ever, well, I guess your out show already does well, but have you ever thought about doing gimmicks and shit to comedy outliers to be like, oh, what if we did this, this month? And that would be like our, our theme for the month, you know? We
1: do that like for theme shows, like okay. we have our birthday show. So we always do some goofy like skits or something like that. Or, um, Halloween, we always do like a, a teamed costume. So like last year. And you guys can check this out on our uh, Comedy Outliers YouTube page. We were Mario on Luigi. <laughs> and then <laughs> halfway through the show, just, like, Mike just went nuts on me as Luigi, just talking about how Luigi gets no respect and shit. <laughs> uh, the year before that, we were Drake, um, Lil Wayne, and my girlfriend was Nicki Minaj. Like, the year before that, we were, like, Jay-Z and Kanye. So, like, we do, like, things like that, but we've never, like, made a whole Mm. advertising thing around that to try to pull people in we just want people to come because they know it's gonna be a dope show and they respect like stand-up
2: see i think like stand-up comedians are so disrespected but then also they have that mentality where they want to be like that Mm. uh absolutely the shows almost kind of take advantage of them right you know where it's like because motherfuckers will do anything and in new york the competition so fierce they'll kind of do anything for free so i think somebody need to start a show where people punch each other in the face between jokes and i think comedians would actually do it like yeah it's called roast battle yeah oh well there you go except Uh i want you to really punch each other in the face like we'll just call it fight club you know what i'm saying and then like between jokes like one person just walk up and punch you in the motherfucking face and you got to keep doing your set though that's the the key is you can't stop and fight people back you got to keep going yeah yeah think about it man not enough comments have insurance to do that <laughs> you'll you'll be on tv y'all will be on tv in no time is what i'm saying the county said ah, won't be able ah, to wait ah. to pick up the, the the punch people in the face show that,
0: that, that will spread across the country everybody will be traveling from near and far to see
2: that right that'd be a youtube <laughs> sensation Oh, uh, where's everybody from what's oh goddamn. <laughs> okay all right we gonna keep it going though <laughs>
0: what
2: you what do you do for a living?
0: i know i know but like oh my eye that's what i told her leave my eye alone like like you would have to keep the joke going in your pain
1: you know it'd be funny though the wackest comic like the most hacky comic he probably has the best fighting skills (laughs)
2: like Mm. he
1: just looks like a praying mantis out of nowhere after like a really horrible joke man you, (laughs) you
2: you ever see mike yard out out there
1: yeah man i've seen him a few times at the cellar i've seen him
2: hey i don't know if it's true or not this is just a feeling i get from watching him on the nightly show he look like he could throw them hands, man. You think he could fight?
1: He's a big dude. I think he, okay. he he could probably handle himself. He's a big dude.
2: Yeah, he got that look. Like I know he, you know, he said that his face just like that, but he got that look. Like <laughs> he might be able to handle himself. I had no, eye you know, I had no idea. Yeah, he kind
1: he kind of reminds me of a younger Paul Mooney in a way mm-hmm. like back from like the 80s and shit so like i'm like yeah i don't i respect paul mooney i respect anyone who looks like that so i'm not
2: yeah. gonna <laughs> yeah paul mooney also got that look of a nigga i don't want to fight too yeah that's yeah. true <laughs> you yeah. be doing he, that, like i seen him do stand up with the scolion before i was like damn <laughs> nigga got his rag flying that's some real <laughs> shit i don't even think he got hair No, Uh, I
0: don't think he does either. And he and he looked looked like he got that old man strength. So he looked like, yeah, I tell these Mm -hmm. jokes, but you come up here, I'm put these hands on you, man. (laughs) His
2: His comedy special so good, man. I I hate the best
0: people get up and walk, and he joked them.
2: He walked niggas on his comedy special and still put it out.
1: Yep, Patrice did that too. Richard Pryor, like, I mean, some of the some of the greats. They they don't give a fuck. That's the that's me.
2: That's the realest shit ever, dog. Um so so yeah man um make sure y'all check out comedy outliers man when's the next show because y'all just finished one last night so yeah we
1: just finished one last night but our next one's actually in two weeks saturday may 14th tickets are uh gonna be on sale starting tomorrow morning actually so uh make sure y'all get on those if you're in new york city because we already we sold out april so um uh we we had only a few left at the door so make sure y'all get those advanced tickets and what
2: and where do they go to get the tickets
1: comedy outliers.com or y'all could just follow us on comedy outliers on twitter we'll have the links for the tickets and everything tomorrow morning they're to gonna start going out
2: boom make sure y'all do that shit dog because you know like i said support the fam mm-hmm. yeah man. uh and uh make sure y'all listen to the podcast if y'all not already i feel like everybody should be already but <laughs> if you're not make sure you go listen to it because uh really dope show man and like i said I, you all y'all crack me up man um every week like sometimes i just put it on with karen's in the car and we just uh just get the rolling man mm-hmm. oh geez um right.
3: <laughs> and then also,
2: also you do a movie podcast too right
1: yo i'm like i i think i've hit my stride on podcasting i do a medium popcorn podcast with my boy justin brown which um is is on another level like that's when you hear unhinged brandon like on comedy outliers i think i'm like the straight man mm-hmm. on medium popcorn i'm like crazy brandon because I, I love movies and i see insane shit about white women Uh, Mm. Just because, like, I love white actresses and stuff. Mm. (laughs) So uh, uh, that's a lot of fun. We do that every other week. Um, Our most recent episode, we talked about Four Brothers. Y'all remember that movie?
2: Yeah, I remember Four Brothers. John
1: Singleton, Mark Wahlberg. Have you watched that movie lately?
2: I haven't watched it in a long time. It
1: was on VH1 recently, and I was like, Justin, we have to talk about this fucking movie. It is fucking bananas. Like, Chiwetel Ejiofor is the bad guy, and he's unhinged. He's crazy. Mark Wahlberg has a Boston accent, but he's supposed to be from Detroit. (laughs) Yeah. It's just... Audrey 3000, it's his first role. He's just so stiff and weird. It's such a weird movie, man.
2: Ain't the nigga that play uh, Falcon in there, too? Anthony Mackie? Is no, in Terrence here? Howard's in there, Oh, th- though. that's a, Okay, right. yeah. Terrence Howard. <laughs> it's so bad. Ah! <laughs> man, yeah, I remember that, that shit, man. Um, that I mean, I remember watching that movie. I, watched, I waited till it came on, like, DVD to watch it.
0: Yeah, we didn't Rather go, than go to the, go
2: to the, the thing. But Chiwetel, uh, the, uh, the most thing I remember was just that Chiwetel was a really good villain, and that's it. Uh um, and but i didn't he and this i didn't weird
1: vein in his head and then um he like <laughs> whispers a lot and then he tells that dude to go to the kitty table it's just like a, it's it's like he saw a training day it was like how can i yeah like, how can i top <laughs> this?
2: <laughs> and that the thing for me was i just never believed that uh mark Wahlberg and them other niggas was brothers <laughs> exactly like at no point they didn't even look like they hung out on set you know what <laughs> i mean <laughs> 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 it's like we grew up we was four brothers it's like no y'all weren't
1: and it was during the time when, like, John Singleton was trying to shove Tyrese down our throats. Like, he put Tyrese in everything he did. Mm-hmm. So Tyrese is just really awkwardly there, just banging Sophia Vergara in every other scene. It's just weird, man. How do
2: you decide which movies you're going to review like that?
1: Um, we Sometimes we do, like, new releases. Like, our next episode's going to be about the Jungle Book. Um, and we talk, like, you know, a lot of, like, superhero things. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we just, like, decide, like, if we, like, recently saw a movie that we think is funny or uh like like for instance we were going to talk about um looper which is by ryan johnson Mm -hmm. because that dude's directing star wars episode eight so i was like oh we should talk about this like to get people like in the mood for that but then i saw four and we gotta talk about this shit it's Uh, like crazy
2: okay so it's kind of random how you yeah yeah
1: we're gonna talk about the last dragon soon with uh our boy dylan stevenson
2: that's my movie dog that's my favorite movie of all time yo i
1: haven't seen it i've never what? seen it i have oh. a blu-ray I, i'm we're watching it with me for the first time we're gonna record an episode yeah you cool. got to
2: man i love that fucking movie man, yeah, man. uh yeah that's a classic <laughs> i caught that shit for days um well that that's dope man uh Thank and you, man. and then also i know chris lambert has a love of white actresses so hmm yeah um, we
1: always tweet at each other about these ladies
2: yeah he he stays up on it man he, He's he, <laughs> every every set uh, every like saturday or friday i'll just see him like his facebook stats will be like watching at and it'll be some shit i've never heard of You've in my life oh yeah, yeah it's like watching at cleaner and it's like what the fuck is cleaner and it's always a picture of like a white girl sleeping or laying in a bed of flowers or something. Oh
0: yeah, it's at the library.
2: I'm like, so you the person that keep these motherfuckers in business, huh? <laughs> well, now it's him and Brandy Collins, man. We we actually saw Chris, you know, it's cause Chris and I
1: grew up to like O C and Dawson's Creek and shit because we were never like marginalized, like black guys aren't supposed to watch this shit. So we were just like, All right, cool and uh we just fell in love with like Michelle Williams and Katie Holmes and shit. And we're like, all right.
2: Yeah, I, it's amazing, dog. I you know, I like I said, different strokes or whatnot, uh I always just like I just I always just get a chuckle out of it cuz it's always funny to me. Yeah. You know? Cuz he's just always like, "Oh, but did you see Chloe Yeah? He said?" And I'm just like, "No mm-hmm. nigga, well, nobody saw that but you."
0: Yeah, like, yeah. That's a, <laughs> that's
1: a bit more obscure cuz she ain't my bag, but
2: uh <laughs> r- remember I'm from Ann Arbor, Michigan originally.
1: So all I had around me was pretty much blonde white girls. That's all uh, I had until I came to New York. That's why I came to New York, I
0: needed more flavors. Uh,
2: <laughs> I'm a victim yeah. of
0: conditioning, Chris, and you know, Chris keeps me abreast on my white women actresses because you know, you asked me and Roger talk about them. A lot of them look identical.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I know, like if like I know like Chloe Grace Moretz. You know what I'm saying? Because she played. Yeah, hit.
1: she makes me feel uncomfortable.
2: Yeah, she played Hit Girl. <laughs> I know her because she played Hit Girl, but she is hitting that that age where uh, yeah, like, which is the like this is why I don't really like kid actresses because they they always had that, if you start too young every kid actress and this is just uh, uh even the boys too but they had that part of their career where they are not getting parts because they're not young enough to get the the young parts but they enough. but they're not grown enough in the in, in the eyes of america to take a grown-up yeah. part so then they start acting out in real life to be like, look at my titties. Look at these titties. I'm a grown woman now. Give That's me what's these what's
1: parts. With, uh, what's her name from Modern Family? It makes me feel really uncomfortable.
2: Yeah. and um, Ariel uh, Winter,
1: I think. Yeah, like, Ariel like,
2: Winter. God damn.
0: Molly Cyrus. Molly Cyrus started
2: going. Remember when Molly Cyrus was like, okay, I'm not getting these parts no more. I can't be yeah. uh Hannah Montana look at my titties look at my ass it's like all right all right we're oh, we, talking about the pringle chip ass right yeah it's oh, like God. i have to show you this This you have to see these like you need to see this so that i can continue to work and it's like it never works anyway mm-hmm. like, like it's hard to make that transition and that's if you don't fuck up your life man you know yeah <laughs> look at um what uh what is her name um,
1: uh amanda Bynes, right yeah
2: amanda mm-hmm. bonds fucked up her life um it's the other one too. Uh, uh, she was in like, the, the, that Love Bug movie. What the fuck was her oh, name? Oh, Lindsay
1: Lohan. Yeah, yeah, yeah Lindsay yeah, Lohan.
2: Yeah. It's hard to make the transition, man.
1: Yeah, it's it's tough, man. Like, yeah, that's why I'm like so into crazy. the. I try to avoid like the younger actresses and stuff. Like Chloe Moretz, like they're trying to sexualize her, and I'm like, I can't, I can't do this because I've been seeing her in movies since she was eight. So I'm trying to go the older white woman around, right? Yeah. So that's why, like uh, *Huntsman*, right? I'm not gonna pay the money to see this movie in the theater, mm-hmm. but it's got my trifecta: of white woman, it's got Charlize Theron, blonde, ah, right? Jessica Chastain, red, mm-hmm. and Emily Blunt, brunette. I'm like, I gotta see this movie in my privacy, my home,
2: <laughs> no one's
1: around, <laughs> and just pretend Chris is not there, and I'm gonna have a good two hours by myself yeah First i almost
2: image. i almost went to see that last chloe grace Moretz movie but someone told me she had a sex scene in there and i was like i'm good like mm-hmm. i can't be watching no. that like i don't need no funny feelings about chloe i'm sorry she's <laughs> cool actress and everything but no right. um Baby, she's about to play screen. ariel i think oh you say I froze? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, go ahead go ahead i'm uh, sorry Brent. go ahead sorry i think
1: she's about to play ariel in the new mermaid the little mermaid
2: Oh, really? Oh. So she can still do the Little Mermaid, and I guess it's gonna be more of an adult Little Mermaid or something? I wonder how they're gonna do that.
1: I don't know, man. Disney is weird, but they have so much money, they can do whatever the hell they want. Yes, I mean, they can.
2: at the Jungle Book, I mean, Jungle Book was so good, you oh, can't even yeah. knock that it. Was... You know? Jungle Book was the realest shit ever. So it's um, going,
0: is it gonna be like a live action?
2: Yeah,
1: I think they're like, you know, I think they're, doing all, they're redoing all the Disney classics, but in person. I think that's what okay. they're doing. like. Cause they're doing like a uh, you know uh, 101 Dalmatians. They're doing, but of doing from Corel DeVille's perspective, all this like weird stuff. But oh, uh, that's
0: gonna be cool. Yo, Jungle Dalmatians.
1: Book was so good. though. like
0: it was excellent. Mm-hmm.
1: Like Shere Khan, you've always heard like in like the various adaptations. Like oh, this is a badass dude. You just Alva made him like the ultimate villain. I'm like oh shit, he's on some Stringer Bell. Yeah, stuff on this one
2: that nigga he came on there talking about man cub and it was just like this the realest shit ever dog yeah
0: i, I see him i might nope. run thinking he gonna attack me yeah
2: y'all remember with the baby cubs when he was just talking to them yes. about the mom cub fucking
0: up i was like oh shit he was
2: yeah he talked <laughs> about that yeah he talked about that bird that puts its it's it's uh eggs in the nest of the other yep. one Yep. Oh, my God, dude. He was a beast, bro. Yeah,
1: that was a good movie. That little Indian boy acted his ass off for of nothing. I know. <laughs> he was just by himself in the jungle.
2: <laughs> yeah, he got to get nominated for something, right? Right.
1: I, maybe, man. Tentacle Oscar or something, I man, mean, nothing. That, was, that kid was acting in front of, like, yeah. absolutely, a like, a, a fucking golf ball or something like right. that.
2: And he, he did a great job, and nothing yeah. was on screen for him. I mean, he got to get some type of, at least a nod for something. I, I mean, because you
0: you uh, acting in front of nothing in front of air
2: he's some kind of brown too so i mean it'll count we'll count it come on white people <laughs> hook us up um <clears throat> all right well listen guys you guys are listening to the blackout tips you can find us on itunes stitcher just search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews and we'll read them on the show um as long as they're nice if they're not we won't read them <laughs> um the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is triple sponsored mm-hmm. uh, this podcast is brought to you by bevel, bevel yeah
1: that's
2: i right. use bevel that's great mm-hmm. appreciate you brother bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps go to get today use code free tbgwt and you'll get your first month absolutely free that's getbevel.com, code tbgwt do it for father's day mm-hmm. um also we're brought to you by shadow doll productions don't forget to pick up our first album of audio plays it's nice. called the best of rod and karen mm-hmm. it's just us being silly talking shit Uh, being playing characters, you know, Dexter writes some pretty funny scripts and we get to do all kinds of voices and stuff. People say they like when we do impressions or do skits on the show like just being silly and stuff. But we did these on purpose and we're silly. So we did. I think on one of them I
0: don't know if it's on this one that called fries. I cuss Roger out of the bathroom.
2: Yeah, it's on there. You do cuss (laughs) me out on there. So if you guys wanna Ah! you guys wanna hear us get uh hear me get cussed out uh y'all in the drive through y'all should listen to Christ. the best of Rod and Karen man so make sure you guys check that out um also we have a little bit of a sexier sponsor mm. um let me see if I can find some mm, tell me more Rod yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's see if I can find some sexy music to play in the background let's see what we got here um nope not What's some Kenny G Kenny G, I feel like Kenny G is the opposite of sex. You know? <laughs> like, I would never play Kenny G. Kenny
0: G is elevator music.
2: Around a lady, you know? I mean, you know, I'm an old school cat of cat. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Back in my fourth tempo, I, that's how I got down. I used to play that in the.
2: Let's take it to the hood and see if I can find some Mary J. Blige. Oh, um, yeah. She got some sexy songs, right, Karen? I don't, I mean. hmm. All right, cool. All right. I'll take Karen's word for it. Um Uh what about I can love you better? There you go. Oh yeah, I remember this beat, man. I
3: can love you.
2: So, listen up, man. We are sponsored by Adam and Eve today, and Adam and Eve is trying to hook your ass up. All you got to do is go to adamandeve.com and put in code TBGWT and they're going to give you 50% off of any item. Any item. You just pick the item, put in that code, you get 50% off. But that's not all. When you select your one item at 50% off, they also give you three free adult DVDs plus a free exclusive gift. And to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order. It's the best kind of shipping. And their free exclusive gift is... They already telling us what it is. Not a surprise It's called the clip bumper, guys. Okay, get in there. And you bump that clip. All right, you bump it like it's in the paint, and you are Al Jefferson, and you just get in there and you get gritty. All right, <laughs> do your thing. It's the ideal pleasure ring for couples. It keeps him hard, and it keeps her feeling the strong orgasms. All right, guys. <laughs> all you got to do to get this is go to adamandeve.com and use code tbgwt thank us later all right now don't get this one for father's day okay that's the bevel ah. you know what i'm saying your daddy you don't need to be in that business like that but you know what i'm saying maybe you float him the cold you know what i'm saying you can yeah, let yeah. them take boy, care of that themselves boy,
0: but mama's day is coming up
2: yeah mm-hmm. uh i don't but know, you know what, ooh, that'd be weird buddy. yeah i don't yeah. think you need to get this to your mama either you don't need to get yeah. to see your
0: mama either okay well, give your mama the cold kind of like a hint hint
2: yeah stay stay out of the grown folks business but you know if you want to <laughs> if you want to like tell them to listen to this show i mean they can't hold that against you you know what i'm saying and then when they when it's when it's mother's day you would be like oh you didn't hook yourself up that's your fault i put True. you on the game
1: hey mama listen to this podcast <laughs> at 27 minutes yeah you'll think me
2: later <laughs> i was trying to help you out ma you welcome i know y'all been having little problems um all right man so there's a lot of stuff to talk about guys okay oh boy news all over the place news all over the place where should we start um Parent, i forgot to ask you I, should we wait till tomorrow to cover the um the uh white house correspondents dinner because that it's like two long clips uh, the Larry Wilmore thing? Yeah, I'm just going to be playing it and stopping it and making jokes. Uh, Did well, you
0: Have you seen it, Brandon?
2: No,
1: I just heard about it all through Twitter and everything. I mean, Larry Wilmore, a lot of people complain. I, I I never thought he had the best delivery, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure the jokes are on point. Whether or not his delivery hit a home run with it, that's in our story.
2: Yeah. Because
1: um, um, I know a lot of people that write for the show, and I think they're like, mm-hmm. really talented. But like, I just couldn't get into a show just because...
2: His I delivery. think it's kind of boring. All right. Well, you know what? Fuck it. Let's play it, then. Let's do... We'll start yeah, yeah, with... uh, cool. We'll actually start with Obama, because he went first. Oh, shit. Because um, right. he's... It, Obama's delivery is good. Yeah, he's, the yeah he's got great timing, man. Yeah. Oh, he got
0: perfect
1: timing.
2: Uh, Like, that's one of the reasons I knew that I liked that nigga, because he's, he's so smart that he gets comedy. You know Would what I'm he, saying?
1: Yeah, when he did that debate against Hillary, and she said something about... um likable and mm-hmm. he was like you're likable enough
2: yes I was like, damn <laughs> yes that was the ether it was ether and he he said it while looking down sheepishly yep. too like <laughs> i'm taking notes um but uh yes oh man this clip's 30 minutes long i don't think we can play all of this i don't know
3: please
2: let me see if i can uh i don't know let me see if i can find the one with the highlights uh because i think chris sent it to me that might be better than uh yeah. Sure. Try to play all these minutes, cause, uh. Pretty sure
0: was
2: some highlights in there somewhere. Uh, yeah, Chris sent, it sent me the, uh, sent me the highlight one. Da, 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 da. Do um, y'all watch the nightly show? Yeah, I mm-hmm. do. I watch it. I record yeah. it every night, and yeah, I watch As it. Has it
1: gotten better? Like, that's the one thing, like, when I first started watching, I was like, man, I know they're still trying to figure out their footing and everything, but I was just like.
2: Well, um, I mean, yeah, it's, it's definitely, um, improved somewhat, but I thought yeah. it was. I thought it was good out the box, but they were still, you know, developing formatting. Like,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, matter of fact, Karen, let's do this tomorrow. Let's do this tomorrow. Cause I do want to play this whole thing, but I don't want
1: to.
3: There's have, too many. Yeah. There's I don't want to do warmer. it over the
2: guest. Um, so yeah, we, um, yeah, but yeah, we definitely, uh, watched them improve because they used to have like the Keeper 100 game at the end of every yeah, show yeah. and they kind of moved that away from that. Now they do like panel discussions. Right. With guests. Um, Sometimes they do interviews and stuff. I think Larry got more comfortable hosting and they kind of found his voice, but they also can bring in the contributors to get their parts in. Yep. And, you know, they're hiring people that, you know, that, you know, that, that are out there doing their own thing too. But, uh, I don't know, man. I've always liked the show. I think it's a really important space for black people to have. Um, cause as much as I like Trevor Noah, like Trevor Noah, not from here. So yeah, that was a weird choice,
1: yeah. man. That's, that was, like, a really weird casting Yeah, so it's,
0: it's, it's, it's not the same. You know, yes, his blackness does matter, but just the relationship is just not the same.
2: And Wilmore just a real-ass nigga. Right. Like, <laughs> like, I think a lot of people don't know that because of how yeah, he yeah. talks and there's, like, all these stereotypes that people assume about blackness when they see him. I remember um, I've been on Wilmore for a while, but I remember when uh, somebody was like, uh, oh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to watch is because of the title of the show. And I was like, isn't Larry Wilmore the showrunner on that? And at the time he was before he got the nightly show gig. Yeah, yeah. And uh they were like, Yeah. And I was like, Oh, well then it's gonna be good. And they were like, I don't know, man. It's just I said, dude, he 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 was on the Bernie Mac show. Like yeah. showrunning that shit. Um
1: he Yeah, he's done some great shit, man. Like blackish yeah. blackish is on my top three comedies right now. Right. And mm-hmm. the fact that Charlie's back, I like I almost cried, man. Right the last episode when he came at the end i was like thank god
2: and and the thing (laughs) is you know like wilmore uh like i saw i I heard an interview with him on the champs uh podcast back in it like he'll realize dude it's just i think like most blackness people don't make out you know it's about the stereotypes he kind of talks like like on a nasally voice and then people just go oh he's he's not really a nigga but then you watch uh I hate that shit yeah 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 you watch um the nightly show and it's like nah man he's he's down as fuck man i was not i wasn't worried about the nightly show when he got the gig no and i wasn't worried about black as soon as he got the gig and last night I, it's it's like he hit the motherfucking Michael Jordan fadeaway of comedy, and yeah, I can't yeah. you cannot fuck with that. Yeah,
0: we're gonna have fun doing. The do you think of those he was
2: throw Oh, sorry, Karen.
0: Oh, oh, no problem. I was gonna say we're gonna have fun doing both of those speeches because I think for me,
2: well, I can do his today. I'm not because okay. his is shorter, but I'm not gonna do Obama's till tomorrow.
0: Okay, and I, also I think too, all jokes aside, when you light skinned, for some reason, white folks have a tendency to think you're more safer. Let's just keep mm-hmm. that real. Yep. Well, he
2: got no facial hair, right? you know what i'm saying you wear glasses It's a lot of stereotypes right. that but if you listen to his comedic voice it's not safe it's right. like he says, you know and sometimes on the other way he'll say some shit about black people where you'd be like oh nigga i don't think that's gonna slide in this room <laughs> but uh he don't give a fuck you know? right
0: and and that's the thing about comedy um like, uh, Brandon was saying before, a lot of the old comedians, they would say jokes so harsh, people leave the room. It's like, nowadays when people leave the room, that's almost nowadays, people go in panic, because now people got think pieces and all that other bullshit that they want to write, and to fucking destroy your career off of a goddamn joke. Yeah.
1: yeah. Like, I remember Black, speaking of Blackish, right, Blackish mm-hmm. did two important episodes this season. Um, the one episode about police brutality, mm-hmm. which made me cry, and I said, like, I pretty much was like, I remember talking to my mom about the episode, I'm like, this is how I felt when Obama got elected. Remember when Anthony Anderson was like Yes. He was like were you not afraid when Obama got elected and he's walking with Michelle that they were gonna take him away from us? And I'm just like and white people were like, Oh, I'm gonna stop watching the show now.'" I'm like, Fine, that's fine. It's not for you. Like if you don't wanna like if you wanna be ignorant and not watch this shit and I I respect like people like Wilmore and um I, I can never pronounce the creator of blackish his name, but like I just respect that the work that they're doing i i'm glad to take taking chances man yeah it's i think like, it's
2: uh kenya burris i think is his name the, yeah yeah uh, the creator of blackish yeah but yeah it's like i said people were worried about it and uh, i think that all those fears have been assuaged at this point mm-hmm. um all right uh here's and here's larry wilmore from last night uh and i am gonna play all this shit because it was perfect
3: thank you mr president When I met Larry Wilmore earlier this month, he told me it's his dream come true to follow the President at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. He did. He's the host of the nightly show on Comedy Central, and it is our pleasure to welcome him tonight,
4: ladies and gentlemen, Larry Wilmore.
1: All them white people in the audience.
5: Thank you. Thank you right. very much. Thank you. Thanks for keeping- They have
2: no idea what's about to go down. No idea.
5: <laughs> that applause going all the way, too. I appreciate that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he mocked them for not clapping long enough.
5: Right. And they were saying that uh,
0: some people actually, as soon as he came up, like, and some people left, I had already left because mm-hmm. they was like, I don't got time for this.
2: Yeah. A couple, I see people checking their phones. Mm-mm-mm. They deserve this.
5: Oh, welcome, welcome to a Negro night here at... Uh...
2: <laughs>
5: Jesus. Oh, that I'll, was your uh, warning. Fox News will report two thugs disrupt elegant dinner in D.C. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's
5: how they do it. Right? <laughs> nice to be here, though, at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Or as you know, they're going to call it next year. Donald Trump presents a luxurious evening paid for by Mexico. We're very scared of that. <laughs> But thank you so much. It's uh, it's an absolute honor to be here uh, tonight. I want to thank the President, uh, the First uh, Lady, Carol Lee in the White House, uh, Correspondents Association, um, for hiring me, and Mitch McConnell for not blocking my nomination.
3: <laughs>
5: Seriously, you got to give Mitch McConnell credit. At this point, he could block LeBron James. <laughs> He's unbelievable. But to say a little bit about me, um, so, I am a black man uh, who replaced a white man who pretended to be a TV newscaster. So yeah, in that way, Lester Holt and I have a lot in common.
2: That's that's a deep cut. Um, yeah. Oh. Uh, Lester Holt is the dude that replaced uh, Brian Williams lying ass. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's why, that's why that was good. Yeah. And keep in mind, this is a press corps dinner, so it's. Directly talking about motherfuckers in the media.
0: Right, that's why when they polled them afterwards, he got like a 10%. I was like, yeah, because they did not want to be the butt of the joke. They thought we could have light
2: humor. Spoiler alert.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, they weren't happy.
2: <laughs> they didn't like these jokes. <laughs> it took them a while to laugh. Yo, ryan Williams must have been there. <laughs> Everybody was like, uh, <laughs> okay, Especially fuck if you're it. at the same table. <laughs>
5: And I have to admit, it's not easy to follow the president, man. You got some jokes, Mr. President. The president's funny. Stay in your lane, man. <laughs> you don't see me going around presidenting all the time, right? I'm going go around passing health care and signing executive orders, pardoning turkeys, and not closing Guantanamo.
3: Oh, shit. <laughs>
5: Oh, wait, maybe I did do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I have to say, it's great. It looks like you're really enjoying your last year of the uh, presidency. Um, saw you hanging out uh, with NBA players like Steph Curry, Golden State Warriors. That was cool. That was cool, yeah. You know, it kind of makes sense, too, because both of you like raining down bombs on people from long distances, right? Nigga. Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs>
2: That was when I
0: started feeling like, oh, oh this is about to be
2: good. I was like, this nigga don't give a fuck.
0: He was like, I know y'all ain't going to never invite me back. Fuck
2: it. Like, ser- I was like, oh, he yeah. never coming back. Oh, he that- know it. Right. Right then, I was like, because, you know, that's the shots at the president. Yep. Those are the yep. safe shots, really. Like, those are the layups. You know, you like you take it easy on your boy, and then you start roasting everybody else in the audience. So, I was like, yo, he about to go in. Uh-
5: <laughs> What?
2: Uh, <laughs> am I wrong? What? Oh,
1: shit. Am
5: I wrong? Of drones, how is Wolf Blitzer still on television? <laughs> Ask a follow up question. Good li- Ask hey, a Wolf, follow-up. I'm ready to project Yo. tonight's winner. Anyone that isn't watching the Situation Room. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, you no. Know, it's like he knows he's bombing, and he's just like doubling down. He's like, you know what? y'all thought this let me get out the, the backup files <laughs> i'm just gonna go ahead and like just go torpedo myself
2: <laughs> he, he didn't come to 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 win the room
0: no he came
2: no. to win like black twitter
0: and social media yeah
2: yeah like the room bigger than the room you know what i'm saying right. like so,
0: everybody outside of the room was roasting.
2: he like he just roasted these niggas it's right. no it's nothing in between. I mean, he's, right. Wolf Blitz's face ain't even smiling. Like, it's just pure fucker. Like, he's just mad. Like, fuck you, motherfucker.
0: Right. It's like he made the jokes with the people that got locked
5: out the room. Yeah. Yeah,
3: um,
2: yeah. All right.
5: That's a follow-up question. Hey, Wolf, I'm ready to project tonight's winner. Anyone that isn't watching The Situation Room.
2: <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boo, they Somebody said no, nah, I didn't say boo, they said, no. <laughs> they
1: said no. I'm just waiting for like someone to be like, kill yourself.
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. Alright, fine. I like Wolf. Fine. Uh Vice President Joe Biden is here. Nice to see you, Vice President. That's great. Um uh, I heard Joe's retiring, moving back to Delaware, which is good. He won't have to answer any more difficult uh questions like, hey, don't I know you from somewhere? <laughs> But I have to say uh, uh, about the First Lady, um, it's so nice to have uh, dinner with you. She's the epitome of grace, class, and poise, isn't she? She really is, yeah. I don't like
1: that delay laugh at all. Yeah. I mean, the delayed clap, I don't like that.
2: Yeah, I yeah. As and soon as she's mentioning, you need to clap. And also, people were worried that, I think people were worried he was about to say something bad about her. Not to be
5: confused with future first gentleman, Bill Clinton, whose three favorite strippers are named Grace Class, employees um, yeah, Don't make that mistake.
3: Oh, Jesus Christ.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, what I'm saying, Mr. I can do these <laughs> <laughs> And let me just say, Mr. President, the office has taken its toll on you. You look terrible, Mr. President. <laughs> no, you do, man. I mean, look at you. Your hair is so white, it tried to punch me at a Trump rally. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: that's real though
5: president's hair is so white he keeps saying all lives matter all right fine fine i get it i get it no man you came in here looking like denzel now you're going out looking like grady from sanford
3: i know it's a dated reference but you're dated mr
1: president all I'm saying is that... You heard him laugh Barack laughing in the background? Obama
2: so got the joke. The rest of them white people were like, who the fuck is Grady? Right. They,
1: they did a fake laugh on that one. They <laughs> definitely did not get the reference.
0: I, like,
5: I don't know who that is, but apparently it's an old black dude laugh.
2: These jokes for niggas, yo. These jokes <laughs> not for white people.
5: Eight years, Mr. President, you busted two time-honored stereotypes. Black does crack. Oh, and apparently, once you go black, it looks like we are going back. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. Thanks, Ben Carson. <laughs> i gotta be careful picking on you though mr president you know a couple of years ago during this dinner uh you were like killing osama bin laden remember that who are you killing tonight <laughs> <laughs> can't be print journalism that industry's been dead for a while now right Oh, yo they damn.
2: hated that joke because that's niggas jobs right gone for real
1: uh, yeah it, but, but i mean that's a reality but you know not everything's gonna hit <laughs>
3: yeah i mean he
2: knew he knew that when he said that joke yeah, And plus, yeah. uh like last year i remember they did this when baltimore was burning so i don't have no sympathy for any of these mm-hmm. motherfuckers i'm like y'all was jucking it up last year too
1: D Dub in the chat saying they should have had a black folk table to appreciate these jokes. They did. They were the workers.
2: All oh, right, they should have <laughs> cut, to the, <laughs> they they cut to the serving They should have cut to the staff. They should have cut to the person pouring the water. Right, they should have cut to the staff <laughs> in the kitchen, like uh, kitchen uh, the uh, the break room cam. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that should have cut to the people at the buffet table.
5: Sorry, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Shout out to the print media. No, really, you have to shout. They're like all over 70 now. You know? <laughs> oh, no. The follow-up was nice, wasn't it? Mm. <laughs> oh, by the way, you guys, uh, Black Lives Matter is here tonight. I'm just kidding. Relax, white people. They're not
2: here. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> but when he said it, nobody clapped. Nope. Nobody. They really were nervous, like, oh, shit, they here. What are they going to do? Are they going to rush the stage?
5: It's just a joke. Oh, man. But I am impressed with the people in this room. Um, There are so many rich, powerful people in this room. You know, it's nice to finally match the names to the faces in the Panama Papers. It's very nice. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Oh,
1: nice. Nice to
5: see them go together. (laughs) Will Smith is here from the upcoming movie Suicide Squad. Yeah.
1: Will Smith got a quicker laugh, uh, clap than Michelle Obama, guys.
2: Yep, right, because they like him and Black Lives Matter. Oh, jeez. Uh,
5: by the way, not to be confused with the new Jeb Bush documentary, Suicide Watch. <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> damn! Why oh, will? Oh. Hey, Will got his life to that joke, and everybody around him was like, "God damn it, that's too far." Oh, that's so funny. Please clap. Oh, that was great. <laughs> please, please clap. That's yeah. It's like.
1: Trump said you should call your mom. Your mom should be up on the stage. <laughs> <laughs>
5: like, damn. Hey, Growns are good. Growns are good. <laughs> Anthony Anderson is here from the hit show Blackish. Blackish. Yeah. Which was also my nickname in high school, unfortunately. <laughs> That's what they called you in Kenya too, didn't they, Mr. President? Oh <laughs> C SPAN, of course, is carrying tonight's dinner live. Uh yeah. Which is ironic, because most of the viewers aren't. Oh, jeez. It's true, guys. (laughs) C-SPAN is the number one network among people who died watching TV, and no one's found them yet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The TV's just on, they're getting the ratings, for the people dead.
5: (laughs) 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 No, but it is good to be on C-SPAN. Glad I'm not on your rival network, no input hdmi one
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's such a nerd joke but i love it that's why I, that was a great joke
5: <laughs> no, that was for me that was for me <laughs> <laughs> cnn is here tonight you mentioned cnn yeah oh, uh, i've cnn in a long long time yep used to watch it back uh when it was the news network <laughs> yeah. True, true. Is it all CNN here tonight? <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I can't get enough of that CNN countdown clock. <laughs> now we can see exactly when they hit zero in the ratings. Oh, oh shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, when they start booing,
1: though. Was that a boo? That was a boo, right? Yeah, 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 yeah that was, was a boo. boo.
0: He killing <laughs> us.
1: Someone all salty in the back, like crossing their arms with a CNN t shirt on. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Throw <laughs> in.
2: Jesus, like,
1: fuck. Did they say boo or boo
2: <laughs> <laughs> They're saying boom.
5: Now we can see exactly when they hit zero in the ratings. Yeah. <laughs> and not to throw any shade, but uh, Fox News is the highest. Shout out
2: to Maya Rudolph who got her entire life during that joke. She even laid for it and clapped. She, like, she, she did that one clap in the air Like, yes, got him <laughs> She was like, I'm here for all the jokes Make me
0: laugh
5: Highest rated cable news channel among viewers who have no idea What shade means
0: <laughs>
5: mm-hmm. Fox News Fox News actually tried to convince America That Beyonce was anti-cop After her uh, Black Panther inspired Performance at the Super Bowl Anti-cop, come on At the most she's anti-pants Right? Uh, yeah, that was. I think Bob. Fox News secretly likes Beyonce though. They just renamed the Kelly file "Uh, Becky with the good hair." <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nobody in that room, <laughs> but, but black people know them. Them. them know, references. Why
1: don't I have a feeling like the white people had no idea what these references were, but they were looking at the like ethnic people yes. to laugh, like to like be cued up to like when they laugh so they look cool.
2: Yeah, they're like, "Am I allowed to?" Okay, Maya Rudolph laughing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, Becky with the good hair. That's right. <laughs>
5: eliminate, eliminate, Mr. Vice President. Yeah, eliminate,
2: eliminate. <laughs> Joe Biden. Joe Biden was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> no, too, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
5: Uh, MSNBC. MSNBC here, right?
2: <laughs> Michelle got that anyway. No?
5: Which uh, actually now stands for missing a significant number of black correspondents. <laughs> oh, shots fired.
2: I love that joke. Uh, MSNBC <laughs> missing a significant number of black correspondents. <laughs> they fired every brown person. Yeah, they network. did, right? Yes, like he, like oh, this was for us, Missing
5: right. a significant number of black correspondents. <laughs> Am I wrong? If you guys see, they uh, they like fired Melissa Harris Perry, they canceled Joy Reid, they booted uh, Teray. I heard they put Chris Hayes on probation because they thought he was related to Isaac Hayes.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: That's <laughs> wrong. MSNBC got rid of so many black people. I thought Boko Haram was running that network. Oh,
3: oh, shit. Shit. Oh. You know What's going Woo
5: shit. <laughs> They're really you not know, like that. Some of America's uh, <laughs> finest black journalists are here tonight. Um Don Lemon's here too.
1: Oh no, mm. yes.
2: Don Lemon gave him the middle finger, by the way, for Live that. Live on the air. Live on the air.
5: Hey Don, how's it going? <laughs> Alleged journalist Don Lemon, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Al Sharpton, I think, was here tonight. Um, You know, I'm surprised Al's a Hillary supporter. Uh, You don't put a relaxer in your hair for 40 years and not feel the burn. (laughs) No, it doesn't happen.
2: It's
5: impossible. Is what I'm saying, right?
1: It's true. The, you feel the perm when you put the relaxer in, you yeah.
2: We've all seen Malcolm X.
5: <laughs> Free to feel the perm. It's okay. We've cleared it. It's all right. <laughs> Lots of big news this year. Uh, the Treasury promised to put Harriet Tubman's face on the $10 bill, but now we have to wait until 2030 for the $20 bill. Yeah. Um, man, women haven't been this deceived by a bill since Cosby. Oh! I <laughs> oh, <guy> did it. <laughs> ben Carson was also against Harry Tubman replacing Andrew Jackson on oh. the twenty-dollar bill. He praised Jackson, saying he was a tremendous president. Uh, from the grave, Andrew Jackson replied, "What did that Jigaboo say?"
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh shit! Uh, I
5: know. Oh jeez! Oh. That's what he said. That's what he said. I'm just the reporter, you guys. I'm just the reporter. I'm the reporter, Mr. President. Uh, Did Larry Wilmore say Jigaboo on Obama's last? uh, I did. I honestly did. (laughs) But 2016 has been a beast, though, man. We lost David Bowie, Merle Haggard, Prince, or as Hillary Clinton calls it, my favorite singer, my favorite singer, my favorite singer.
1: <laughs> oh,
2: oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> trying I don't like him pointing out that pandering. Oh, it gets worse for Hillary, by the way.
5: Oh, yeah. So it's been the presidential election. Lincoln Chafee ran an Admiral Book uh, campaign. Now he's back to doing what he does best manning the pottery booth at the craft fair. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Christie was supposed to be here tonight. I don't know if he made it. Um, he RSVP for three him, uh, his wife, and Donald Trump's dry cleaning. <laughs> oh shit! I should make fun of Chris. Lost a lot of weight recently, didn't he? He said, "This is what he said." He said he just eliminated everything from his routine that wasn't uh, necessary, like his self pride and dignity. Aww. <laughs> you guys are tough, man. <laughs> <laughs> Senator Bernie Sanders is here tonight, Senator. Which I'm surprised you never come to these things. Uh, he usually goes to the White House correspondent's early bird dinner.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> nice of you to come to this one this time, Senator. I appreciate it. <laughs> Senator recently had a hernia operation. Uh, his doctors say uh, it's his own fault for trying to lift the hopes of the disenfranchised. <laughs> <laughs> you got to stretch before you do that, Senator. <laughs> I am confused uh, with Bernie's stance on guns, though I have to he seems anti gun. Seems to be anti-gun everywhere except Vermont. Bernie doesn't care who gets a gun in Vermont. There are no black people in Vermont. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Bernie the back. Asses campaign manager. Is that true?
2: <laughs> Is that true? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! People just awkwardly like scratching their necks and shit. <laughs> One woman looked directly at the camera like, "Ugh." <laughs>
5: I have to give you credit, though, Bernie. You are trying hard to get the black vote. I think it's. I think it's great. Um, Bernie's been hanging around with uh, rapper Killer Mike, um, or as Hillary Clinton calls him, Super Predator Mike. Mm. Uh, yeah.
2: Hey, she did say that. She did say it, bro. No, I mean, Larry wasn't giving a fuck.
5: Mm -mm. Bernie Sanders gets knocked for his age, man, which is kind of unfair. It is, isn't it? Um, Although I will say that uh, Bernie's so old, his first campaign slogan was fire. (laughs) 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 Remember that? Remember that? Damn! uh, Free stuff, right? Yeah. I'm not thinking of it. Bernie's so old when God said, let there be light. Bernie said, conserve energy. Let's sit in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) But man, you have to admit, it is a really tough race between Senator Bernie Sanders and Democrat nominee Hillary uh, Clinton.
2: (laughs) You fucked up the timing of that one. That would have been much better. Hillary
5: Clinton was flustered when a Black Lives Matter protester challenged her. Man, I haven't seen a white lady that upset over being blindsided by a black person since Kelly Ripa.
1: Too soon, too soon, bro. Um.
5: Oh, Lord, throwing them haymakers though,
2: man. I just I respect this shit so much more than if he had played the
5: same. Exactly. He said exactly. Hillary's had some awkward uh, interactions with Black Lives Matter. She has, man. You know, it's bad when her immediate response is can't we talk about Benghazi? (laughs) (laughs)
3: Please.
5: And Bernie got in trouble, everybody got in trouble, for saying Hillary was unqualified? That's right. Hillary, she is extremely qualified. In fact, when you factor in all of her policy flip-flops, she is at least several of the most qualified candidates <laughs> ever to run for president. No, I'm not Donald Trump said that if Hillary Clinton were a man, he didn't think she'd get 5% of the vote. Okay, all right, all right. First of all, if Hillary Clinton were suddenly a man, Her biggest problem would be finding a bathroom she'd be allowed to use in North Carolina. That'd be her biggest problem. Donald Trump. Now, Donald Trump says he's going to try and be more presidential. It's true. He's serious about it, too. So he says that now, when he boasts about his genitalia during a debate, he's only going to refer to it as his President Johnson. LBJ? Oh, very good. Thank you. And I can't understand why everybody treats Donald Trump with kid gloves. And then I realized they're the only gloves that'll fit his stupid little baby hand. Oh, shit.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> but Trump going to try soon sue him now.
2: Yeah, he he's going to get him like Bill Maher. I see him in court. Look at his
1: hands. These hands are not small. I don't know. <laughs> that was a weird accent. Yeah, well, know. you
2: know, you are the man of many voice, is what I like to call you. <laughs> so, Don't do that to me, Rod. I heard that podcast. (laughs) You called me out my one voice.
3: I I love it, though. I was so
2: mad. It's a running joke to me, man. I like it.
5: (laughs) Oh, man. But actually, frankly, Donald Trump, uh, his campaign is inspiring. Mass violence. (laughs) (laughs) And whenever I turn on the TV, I see Trump's family campaigning for him, you know, gushing all over him. Or it's, it's also known as Morning Joe. Oh. Oh. Have you seen Morning Joe? Oh, come on, guys. Seriously. No, you know it's true. Guys, Morning Joe has their head so far up Trump's ass, they bumped into Chris Christie. <laughs> you, know that's true. you know I'm not lying. You know that's true. <laughs> but Donald Trump, you know what it is with Donald oh, Trump? Donald geez. Trump looks like the rich dad in every episode of Law and Order, where the Frat kid accidentally strangles a hooker, right? That's great.
1: That was great.
5: <laughs> or as they say here at the Washington Hilton Tuesdays. Oh, Tuesdays, work. but guys, I am not surprised Donald Trump is happening to America because I watch movies. I do, and every time there's a black president, something always comes to destroy the earth. <laughs> always.
1: I really wish I had come up with that joke, guys. That was a great (laughs) one.
5: It's true. Ted Cruz is about to stay in the race. Man, everybody hates Ted Cruz. Even O.J. Simpson said, that guy's just hard to like. (laughs) Aww. this is true this is true you know there's a joke going around the internet that ted cruz is actually the zodiac killer right i'm not making that up you know come on that's absurd you know some people actually liked the zodiac killer <laughs> <laughs> recently ted cruz got a string of wins and endorsements and um didn't everybody remembered who ted cruz is the zodiac killer <laughs> Ted Cruz got zero delegates in New York, which is actually five more than I thought he would get for the Zodiac Killer.
1: <laughs> Rule of threes, he's got to do it three times.
5: John Boehner, John Boehner came out of retirement and described Ted Cruz as Lucifer in the flesh. Lucifer. I mean, that is not fair, man. Lucifer is horrible, but he's not the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> Recently, Heidi Cruz revealed that after they got married, Ted bought them, like, 100 cans of soup. Not making yourself look less like the Zodiac Killer, Ted Cruz. Not doing it. I don't even think Ted Cruz wants to be president. I think he's just crisscrossing the country Zodiac killing. That's my theory. All right, that's enough. Ted Cruz actually announced Carly Fiorina as his VP pick um and he's not even the nominee yet you've seen this right who does that except the zodiac killer
2: <laughs> <laughs> he went to that shit five times why did it work the fifth time though i don't understand uh, <laughs> it's like he won't quit so they just yeah like, it's like he
1: like he just won't give up on it so you're just <laughs> like
2: because <laughs> <laughs> i was a quit uh, after like the second time that shit didn't hit
5: strange yeah. it is you guys think how strange it is ted cruz picked a vice president that doesn't make sense because serial killers always work alone. <laughs> <laughs> starting to make sense now. And I don't know if you thought about this, but if Carly Fiorina were vice president, she would only be a heartbeat away from being Zodiac killed. <laughs> <laughs> Very important information. Uh, I felt like this writer's got lazy right at that buddy.
1: point.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just,
1: <laughs> just keep saying Zodiac killed. It'll be cool. It'll be cool.
2: Yeah, basically they just wanted to drive home that Ted Cruz, the that Killer.
5: (laughs) Very important information. uh, People should know. But right now, it's all about you, Mr. President. Uh, You've got seven months left, and uh, we should enjoy every moment of it. Uh, That's right. Soak it in, people. I don't know when we're getting a black president again. I mean, they're not even going to let Morgan Freeman be president in movies anymore. (laughs) President, First Lady,
2: By the way, Morgan Freeman is there.
5: <laughs> <laughs> <a Pandoa> <laughs> they panned over to
2: They cut the Morgan Freeman looking like. I, I better get in those movies.
5: Return to private life. It's going to be different for you guys. Nobody to wash your dishes or, you know, change the bed, limit, linen, sweep the floors. Uh, you're going to miss Joe Bagman. <laughs> 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 Oh man! Oh, I just got a note from the president uh, saying that if you want another drink, you should order it now because the bar will be closing down. Uh, of course, he said the same thing about Guantanamo, so you have at least another eight years.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he made
5: that joke. <laughs> but just think, Mr. President, in less than a year, you'll be playing golf every day. You know, so things won't be that different.
3: <laughs>
5: Great. And this is your last year in office, right? So now your legacy begins. So I want to talk about what you're leaving behind. And I don't mean the black Jesus in the Lincoln bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I'm just saying, make sure you take all of your culturally specific items with you so you can get your security deposit back, Mr. Brother. (laughs) Quick impression of the next president moving in. What's cocoa butter? (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard of such a thing. (laughs) but i have to say when it's all said and done mr president after eight years in the white house we are really going to miss michelle
3: (laughs) (laughs) oh that was great
5: (laughs) (laughs) thank you for being a good sport mr president but all jokes aside what it means for me to be here tonight i've always joked that i voted for the president because he's black And uh, people say, "Would you agree with his policies? And I'm always said, I agree with the policy that he's black. (laughs) Um, I say, as long as he keeps being black, I'm good. (laughs) People say, what about Iraq? Is he still black? (laughs) But behind that joke is a humble appreciation for the historical implications for what your presidency means. When I was a kid, I lived in a country where people couldn't accept a black quarterback. Now, think about that. A black man was thought by his mere color not good enough to lead a football team. And now to live in your time, Mr. President, when a black man can lead the entire free world. alone do me no justice um, so Mr. President if I'm going to keep it 100 yo Barry you did it my nigga mm.
2: <laughs> 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 and president dapped him up and the president got up and dapped that nigga dog and he gave the dap not the handshake the dap nigga yo I was in the house. I lost my shit last night, dawg. <laughs> I put both my hands on my head like I witnessed a dunk. You know what I'm saying? Like I was walking around the house like, oh shit! <laughs> this nigga. Dog, I get Larry Wilmore my nigga forever, dawg. If you that man never pays for a meal again, dawg. If you see Larry Wilmore somewhere and you black, you, pay for you, his meal. you pick that man's tab up, dawg. You just do it for the culture. Cause I feel like i'll give him a
1: dab i can't i ain't got no kind of money like that listen look dog meals and shit
2: give him a a bomb a beer something do
1: that i could do
2: that hook my man up dog that dude did that for the culture man that first of all that entire roast was for black twitter that really wasn't for anyone in that room you know what i'm saying that the the don lemon jokes and shit like that white Um, people just like i don't what are these lemonade references i don't what is lemonade is there are you serving lemonade tonight um so i don't think any of those jokes were really that much for white folks but um <clears throat> like pointing out barry San- bernie sanders being against guns everywhere except vermont because they ain't got no niggas up there <laughs> um like it was just uh super predator mike uh oh, like yeah. those are those are jokes black people care about white people don't care about those that that shit you know so um yeah, nothing but respect for my man going up there. He never coming back. Like they never oh, let Oh no, me.
1: no, he probably was escorted right out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: like he. And most importantly, the president got up and dapped him back, man. Like everybody always does. Uh, uh, like you know, if he was a real brother, he would. And I'm like, well, the limitations of that office, you really, there's certain shit you're never gonna be able to do. Yeah, you know That's, what I mean. Like when Baltimore is burning, the president can't. The president of the United States can never be like, I understand. You know what I'm saying? Like, he has to be like... Yeah,
1: yeah. he's got to be diplomatic about everything, man. Right? He's got to...
2: Like, I understand the frustration, but uh, you know, can't be out here rioting and stuff, and police officers are doing their best and they're brave. Like, that's the limitations of the office, but I don't know, I've always had this feeling that uh, Barack Obama really, like, loves black culture.
3: He does. and he
2: does. It shines through in a lot of the shit he does, but the office, you know, it's like any nigga with a good job. Like, it, it always ends up having to be these compromises between being like code switching basically like mm-hmm. you got to be at work and you can't but he's you know done little shit where i'm like okay so he must have listened to jay-z to know that dirt off your shoulder shit <laughs> like how else would he know that even inviting rappers up to you know kendrick lamar and j cole and Nicki minaj and shit to talk to him about you know uh, uh music and hip-hop and the black community and shit like no white president is ever gonna do that you know you know nobody that doesn't even love black people
1: prisons and shit like he did a bunch of stuff man like
2: yeah so you know um my brother's keeper program all this yep. shit and but because of nature of the office um i've always felt like he's kind of got it from both sides like for white people he's the evil thug uh foreign kenyan that was stole the white house as a muslim you know what yep. i'm saying and then from a lot of black people you know we show he a lot of love.
1: enough and all right.
2: that. we show a lot of love in general but there's always the fringe of blackness that's like fuck him he, he still be droning people i'm like well that's uh, if you waiting for a president that don't kill people you gonna be waiting your whole life yeah uh so <laughs> you know you waiting for that nigga to come through hey good luck bro i would love to see the president that goes yeah i'm just gonna let that terrorism ride bro i mean what it got to do with me um, so uh at any rate, he uh that moment, that my nigga moment was just so significant to me because dude i've really been called nigga for eight years by everybody. Um oh, now in a negative fashion and yep. Larry Wilmore just dropped the code switch it and showed some love in a way that only a black person could, man. And it's the last year of his presidency and I've been waiting for him to get that uh, you know, somebody to show that appreciation uh the whole time so I'm, I'm i'm happy for him
0: yeah when people i know people got mad and upset because he said the, said nigger but the thing is the same people mad and upset that he said nigger you call him a nigger
2: so what are we talking about mm-hmm. here every single oh, no. no to day to be fair
1: to fox news they call him a socialist right yeah
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> like we they're like but we co-switch when we call him nigger you can't be sh- doing dabbing him up and shit you know and they also said uh one of the things i noticed too was like a lot of the people that were mad at this are the same people that say shit like, um, well, you know, uh, we're, we're not about that PC speech. And what about freedom of speech? That's why I support Trump. He says what's on his mind. Then Larry Wilmore says my nigga. And all of a sudden it's, wow, this is just inappropriate. He should yeah. not be allowed to say that. Don't ever have him back. What kind of president is this that would allow that? You know,
1: yeah, see, freedom of speech, like, that's fine and dandy, but you can't be running for control of the free world, and you're saying you hate all Muslims, and you want to get rid of Mexicans. Right. Like, you just can't do that. Like, in America, you can't say that shit and try to—that's uh, why—Trump scares the shit out of me. He should. All jokes aside, he scares the shit out of me.
2: Barack Obama had a joke that was really—he was like—basically, yeah, he's like the media created Trump. They did. yep. yep you know like y- y'all y- he was like y'all gave him way more coverage than he was uh than he was um than, than he than he deserved and he like y'all made the monster
0: <clears throat> yep. yeah and last night all the special snowflake niggas started falling from the skies like if y'all don't <laughs> get the fuck out of here
2: yeah all the uh, yeah i blocked so many people i don't ever think it's okay to say the n word nigga please bye click like fuck out of my mentions I, like if you if you don't like it cool you but don't say shit to me about it because i don't care like you talking to the wrong one because i support nigga 100 <laughs> percent. somebody was like <laughs> yeah you get offended if a white person said it okay Bye. Like what, yeah, do you, what, what, do you, what do you want from me yeah <laughs> you the same person that don't want uh that thinks all muslims need to be uh kicked out of the country i'm sorry if i'm not taking your word on the nuance of racism sorry yeah. buddy
0: right <laughs> all right the same people that call obama nigger calling you a nigga too but because they smile on your face you don't see it but
2: with one sentence larry wilmore delivered the nightmare that white folks have been trying to avoid for eight years and i mean all the white folks good well-meaning white folks all that shit there's a lot of white people that really have been trying to avoid this idea of him just being like a nigga from chicago that's that's in the office like Mm -hmm. it's like he gotta be exceptional and like you know it's like the people that go well he's i mean he's half white too you know let's not leave that yeah. it's like those people that are constantly been well i mean he's a harvard educated black man i mean let's not just act like and it's always just like uh trying to put this distance between him and blackness you know when he right. says yes my yeah. son would look like trayvon martin if i had a son and then everybody flips the fuck out uh Like it's always been this, this like, but not Barry. Don't talk about Barack that way. He's not like the rest of them. And uh, there was just that one moment of uh solidarity where niggas, where, uh, where he got called my nigga, and everybody had to be like, okay, this, this is really happening. And he got up and returned that dap. And you know he could have done if it, like if that would have been Ben Carson, he would have been like, no, no, nobody.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, I'm sure Obama's dealt with this his whole life. Like I've dealt. I'm not comparing myself to obama right. but like i've dealt with like the whole exceptional dude like you're not like the others thing my whole life like just like if you carry yourself a certain way or if you're like happen to be articulate you read a lot and shit people are like oh you're not really black it's like what right. like you know what i mean like I, yeah especially
2: I, what's weird is like especially from white people and yeah. then they use that shit to like separate black people from each other and it's like nigga no like niggas know niggas read so it's right. not like it's not like it's us you know what i'm saying but that idea of like you're so smart you're not like the rest of them you know you're say i didn't need, and then whenever you bring up something about racism towards it like like well you know i was watching this and uh the Eric Gardner thing that's just terrible you know black people we always getting whoa whoa i didn't think you were uh, really paid attention to that kind of stuff brandon like you know like i'm kind of kind of uncomfortable talking about this and uh, I think president is like the biggest representation of that idea where it's like, yeah, you can be black, but not too black. Okay. Like, right. we yep. let you in. You're welcome. We voted for you. Uh, so don't bring up race and right. don't talk about being different. Okay. That's We're-
1: essentially what white people did when he got elected. And now. Because he didn't talk about it, I think, enough. Mm-hmm. That's why you have all this, like, brewing racism happening in our country where, like, people are just saying crazy shit. And, like, yeah, white people now, like, yeah, I agree with Trump saying. And it's like,
2: right. why?
1: Like, you don't even know Mexicans or Muslims. You have none of them in your life, but you right. hate them.
2: It's amazing because, uh, in a way, the backlash has really showed um, how fucked up the country is. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, a lot of people have, like, felt empowered by it. But the difference is... They speak in that code language, and Larry just dropped the code last night. Like, yep. and like I said, I support it one hundred percent, man. I uh that that's a legacy right there. I'll be remembering that moment for the rest of my life. Like, man, what were you when Barack Obama returned that infinite nigga dap? That shit was amazing. <laughs> just the whole room full of white people just isolated. You know mm. how dare some shit not be for us? Because really, that's
0: the, what that's about. the
2: whole set for Wilmore was just black you know what i'm saying like it wasn't stereotypical like black like oh it's the de- deaf comedy jam and shit but it was black on some like these are issues black people care about yeah. you know so anyway props to him man I, that was dope yeah. I, yeah.
1: that was still the balls
2: to do that because like half the jokes i think weren't that great but yeah that's what i
1: was yeah but then it's
2: was- like half of them just didn't get a good reception because white people was there you know right. what I'm saying? like <clears throat> you know like some of, uh some of the jokes weren't just it wasn't necessarily that they weren't good some of the jokes were just people being like i'm not laughing at that i'm scared mm-hmm. so
0: right i don't know how people were responding to it and yeah uh i don't know who's gonna be next president but i can guarantee you i won't give a fuck about next year's uh one
2: all right let's play let's play our games before we get out of here guys okay yeah uh i feel like we did it with black people just now so mm-hmm. we give it. <laughs> i give like a little more zero great job Larry. good job buddy uh so yeah we, you
1: showed like it's delivery but that was pretty dope that was
2: yeah it's good like I, you Tony know what I it was
1: a little bit much but
2: you know what that's what i wanted from chris rock at the oscars mm-hmm. no offense to chris rock because i already said this afterwards if he would have done what i wanted him to do he would not have a career anymore nope so i'm not upset at chris rock Mm -hmm. at all but i'm not gonna lie my unreasonable expectation i didn't even realize until i was watching the the monologue that i was like oh no i wanted him to go in there and roast those white people like essentially to just be like man fuck y'all this shit is racist Wayne no niggas up on the screen for two years in a row now we make movies they're good and y'all keep ignoring them and i wanted him to just go in on everybody which would have ended his career essentially. Yeah. And with, um, while this wasn't Hollywood, uh, Larry Wilmore's never being invited to anything related to politics in Washington, D.C. again. Like, that's, it's a wrap for him. Uh, I mean, I don't think he wants to. Like, no one right.
1: wants to go be part of the next president's correspondence dinner. If it's Hillary, Trump, or Bernie, nobody wants to go to that shit. And so, I'm,
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, and the thing is, I'm kind of shocked that nobody's put it together before, but. Why not burn the room if you're never coming back? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like too many people, I feel like play it safe and then they regret it. Cause then people, when you play it safe, nobody talks about that. You know what I mean? Like if, but if you burn the room, everybody's like, yo, that motherfucker got some balls though. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, yeah, it, it, it didn't land in that room, but it landed out here. We was like, this nigga going way too far. So anyway, uh, let's play our games, Karen. Oh, wait. Now that, oh shit. <laughs> Try my one more time. Start over. There we go. Now, now that is time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. Now that is time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we play and read news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today brandon collins from the comedy outliers podcast to guess the race and the chat room plays along and the chat rooms racist. all right story number one uh churchgoer was killed in a fight over a seat at sunday service
3: oh shit
2: mm-hmm. gotta be close to the lord a churchgoer shot a fellow parishioner in a Pennsylvania church after a fight broke out over a seat in the sanctuary on Sunday. The argument started when a churchgoer told Robert Braxton the third, twenty-seven, he was sitting in seats reserved for two other church members during Sunday service at the Keystone Fellowship Church. He said, "Don't fucking touch me!" After a church member oh. tapped him on the shoulders to let him know <laughs> he was in someone else's seat, well, he had the spirit of the Lord in him. Witnesses said Braxton started causing a fuss over the seat but soon calmed down after talking to a church usher and a pastor but the situation soon turned violent as mark storms 46 approached braxton carrying a gun in his hand and telling the 27 year old to get out of the sanctuary
3: Damn.
2: Mm, jesus would have turned out the other cheek It's my belief <laughs> uh the gun told the suspect then flashed a concealed weapons permit badge which, which the district attorney's office believes was a per- was purchased online when he came over, he had a gun out, escalating the situation. Still, said at a press conference Thursday, Braxton then took a swing at the defendant, punching him in the jaw.
5: Ted Braxton got balls.
2: Fuck you and your fake badge. Get the fuck out of here, witnesses. Recall Braxton telling storms, "That's not a real gun." Mm. Famous last words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry
1: that's
2: fucked up <laughs> but that is that shit ain't real <laughs> yeah a lot of people done die with them lurs on their lips <laughs> just before punching storms braxton said what are you gonna do shoot me jesus bruh double famous last words Gun- wait the- was this american gangster <laughs> right
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the gunman then opened fire blasting braxton once in the chest and again in the right arm Damn. braxton was rushed to the hospital where he died from his multiple gunshot wounds 46 year old gunman was arrested and charged with voluntary manslaughter and reckless endangerment uh storm shooting of mr braxton was not a reasonable self-defense situation said the da still said storm had been, <laughs> storms had no reason to bring a loaded gun to a crowded church on sunday morning and he had no right to confront braxton who was in the process of calming down hey karen remember when we talked on the show about that um the the church is being allowed to have those uh unregulated people that have guns in the church that's now what i'm
0: talking about it
2: was like some seeds some shit gonna pop off
0: right that's why you need to go ahead and hire you some private security put signs on there but like no guns we don't give a fuck about your permit don't bring your guns in here unless you are like trained
2: that didn't even take long i don't right. even think you should have them if you trained honestly Shouldn't i mean have like guns. an officer no.
0: or security or something like if it's not one of those people you ain't gonna go. it's a fucking church man right
2: it's not even, And it's not even, like, a reaction to Dylan Roof, Mm-mm. where he wanted to kill black people in the church. It's, Mm-mm. like, white people that are, like, the Muslims gonna come in here now that Obama's in office and kill us.
1: Yeah, man, the gun thing is crazy. Like, I was down in Florida, and this whole family I was staying with, they all had guns and strapped, the kids had guns. I'm like, They're like you know, just in case we got prepared, I'm like, prepare for what? What the fuck,
2: y'all? <laughs>
1: what do you need all these guns for?
2: Mm-hmm. What's um, crazy? so, uh, yeah uh, he says uh it just doesn't make sense for me to bring a gun to church Said still uh he added that an average of 250 to 300 people attend the church service every week the victim's family was outraged that their loved one's life was ripped away at a church Mm -hmm. i mean shit you can have a funeral right there i mean probably get it free play cards right i'm just saying can you gotta look at the positives uh you don't go to church to be killed you just don't do that said diana walters he's a young man he had his whole life ahead of him uh, Keystone Fellowship Church held a special service on Monday to mourn his death. Our hearts are deeply grieved over the tragic event that occurred Sunday morning, April 24th at our Montgomeryville campus. As a church family, we are shocked and heartbroken over what took place. Our congregation is in prayer for everyone involved. Uh, at the arraignment, the alleged killer insisted that he used a weapon in self-defense. His bail is set at $250,000. Storms Lord told police. Lord
0: and Bobby Smyrna.
2: Yeah, a lot lower than Bobby The Storms told police that he was hoping to defuse the situation by showing a gun, which, according to documents, he's done in the past. Nigga, what? So this is your thing? I defuse things by throwing fire on them. <laughs> yeah, when I say calm down, I pull my gun out. Calm down. No, this is now a much calmer situation. Okay. Uh, Brandon, um, oh,
1: we guessing the race. Guess the race of the shooter. Okay. After after that defense, I'm gonna say
2: white right all right let's check the chat room and see what they believe black says uh nail joe spacey says one who should have used some mlk fans as a shield oh no not the person who got shot the shooter see service at the church is scheduled at nine but doesn't start until 10 45 it doesn't let out till three the ac ain't worked since 1975 but they stay stocked with the dopest mlk fans but money can buy <laughs> shout out to the building fund <laughs> that's black ride, white nonsense my mama paid for that seat with the money she keeps in her bra black Aww. black man who knows that the day the lord made is not the day to try it <laughs> lucy says black darkness says chris missed the episode of the king of the hill about the white about this white Aww. shooter too uh okay shooter black too okay One of them, one of them there Jigaboos Larry was talking
3: about.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I'm stuck with white. I think uh, this is a crazy white dude.
2: The correct answer is white. Yeah. A lot of you guys went with black. let me see if i can find a picture of him um for you guys to see uh because he looks like a dude that has pulled his gun out on several people before oh you know what though Karen? look at his hair i'm not if he white he got a buzz cut man i might have to let karen decide this one i ain't sure i don't know like he's something uh let me put this in the in the chat room so y'all can see what i'm talking about but yeah, I don't know, man. Like, cause the one the picture I had of him was just his face,
0: right? He looked. But now that I now see his man.
2: hair, it's like I don't know. He borderline, like, you know, might be a, a couple things. So, at any rate, he shot that nigga He
1: looked like he would shoot somebody in the church. Oh, someone said that's J L. Covin. Oh, you oh, don't tell me. Oh, shit. Come on, oh,
2: come on, guys, come on.
1: Joe Spacely, oh. you ain't shit,
2: man. You know J L. would never shoot a man. All right,
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's get. <laughs> <laughs> he's at home with we'll cookie Lake. yeah rod's right rod's, yeah <laughs> rod's right.
0: that that's sound about me like me like me
2: yeah uh uh let's see what, was, what, was, what was, should we do this one? Oh, does she die i don't know okay uh a woman oh she died damn well it was updated i guess she was alive when i checked this but a woman <laughs> died late tuesday morning after being accidentally shot by her two-year-old son oh no who found a gun in the backseat of the vehicle and fired it. No, this is not a repeat of that story where the other woman got shot.
0: Holy shit, a completely different story.
2: This is a different story. Officials say 26-year-old woman Patrice Price stopped the vehicle on Wisconsin Highway uh, because um, she was accidentally shot by a two-year-old son who found a gun in the backseat. Um, officials believe the gun belonged to the victim's boyfriend. Damn i know he gonna feel guilty i mean if he's you know hopefully i guess if he's any kind of decent human being but who leaves a gun in the backseat yeah. of somebody else's car where a child might be
1: an irresponsible yeah. motherfucker right
2: sorry news take your time
4: Sheriff's squad surround the car, driven by 26-year-old Patrice Price, moments after she was shot in the back by her 2-year-old son, who was sitting in the back seat. The gun is believed to belong to her boyfriend, who works as a security guard. The Milwaukee Sheriff's Office tells 12 News his gun belt was found on the floor of the car, the gun found behind the driver's seat. Price's mother was in the front passenger seat at the time, telling relatives she heard a loud pop from the back seat. And Patrice suddenly turned to her and said, Mama, don't let me die. Another relative told us Price's mom said she warned Patrice about driving around with the gun in the car, but she told her not to worry because the safety was on.
2: This little girl right here meant everything in the world to me. You understand me? And I lost the other half of my heart.
4: Price's father tells 12 News it was a freak accident and he's still coming to grips with the tragedy.
2: I never thought that I would bury my child.
4: I've also learned that Price at the time did not have a license. In fact, uh, she was wanted in Waukesha County for driving without a license. Price's three children are staying with relatives. It's not clear yet if Price's boyfriend could face criminal charges in this case. Reporting live at the medical examiner's office, Nick for WISN, 12 News.
1: And Nick, that is one of the many legal questions in this case.
4: Among them, could the boyfriend be found liable?
3: That's right. In 12 News, Mike Anderson is in the newsroom. Mike, people want to know, could anybody in this case be charged?
4: Well, Toya, there is a Wisconsin law, homicide by negligent handling of a dangerous weapon. We wanted to know, could that apply in this case? And the statute reads, Whoever causes the death of another human being by the negligent operation or handling of a dangerous weapon is guilty of a class G felony. That's up to 12 years in prison. And I asked prominent defense attorney Craig Mastantuno if the boyfriend and owner of the gun could face those charges or something similar.
2: That may be difficult to charge, quite difficult, and I think it would be a stretch uh, to charge the firearm owner with risk harm or death to I, i've never seen the news do this part before anyway right,
0: they're trying to educate folks
2: <laughs> like you uh, way to bring the
1: mood down right i was i was having a good look
2: guess the race is not about fun Jeez. it's about racism so guess the race uh patrice who got killed by her own son unfortunately after hearing her
1: dad speak i gotta go with black
2: gotta go with black all right let's check the chat room see what they believe uh told unnecessary information about other warrants she is clearly black mm, good point the news do be throwing that extra shit you know she ain't had no license either i ain't saying i mean not that it has anything to do with this who else
1: can we charge with this shit who else can we take <laughs> down you, you ain't here for me you let's know have an extra
2: minute and a half of us talking about if a no shit boyfriend can go to jail um hey,
1: tell us how many niggers are gonna go down for this one <laughs> milwaukee well, three of them are gonna get charged with criminal charges it's gonna be a hoot nanny <laughs> at the law firm.
2: think you can give her mom accessory to murder she was in the car uh milwaukee and warren and called her mo- mother mama black as fuck that what a friend she has in jesus black uh agree with sparger um uh what far say i don't even know what he said uh oh told on that yeah black, black yeah uh junior super predator mama <laughs>
3: Oh, oh, shit.
2: oh uh, it was a boyfriend's gun, not the husband baby father's gun, so black mm that's a good ah! see even when even when they try to just tell the story, it's racism all through it, and y'all right, she's black. i don't think anybody gets white here's why uh here's the reason i like that story as far as uh picking it we had the same thing happen with a white woman like a month and a half ago yo that story was so different
0: definitely covered everything
2: every like everything was like well she should she obviously won't face charges i mean it's an accident i mean she's a gun enthusiast uh, she trained yeah, her son yeah. with the gun remember she trained her son
0: yeah and didn't her mama come out because her mama was actually same thing it was in the car with her when right. she got shot and her mama came out and was like uh uh applauded and was like you know we're gonna keep on training the child yeah
2: oh my god that was so good anyway that sism it's everywhere yes, sir. uh let's go to the bonus round <music> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Bonus round against the race. Double the points, double the race. So far, Mr. Collins is two for two. Hey. Let's see if he can keep it going into overtime. All right. So everything's worth double the points, double the racism. Mm -hmm. And the bonus round is brought to you by Bevel. Mm -hmm. Bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin. Step up your shave game and say goodbye to Razor Bumps. You can get your first month free if you put in free TBGWT at getbevel.com. You get that clear, smooth skin. You can get it for Father's Day. Uh you can get it to some some dude in your life. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Just get it because it's free. Like why wouldn't you want something free? That's just at this point, that's really more of your fault than it's anybody else's fault if you haven't cashed in on this deal already. It was created by a brother, four uh, different brothers. And Nas <laughs> is an early investor in the company. You know, so, hell, you know, if you guys Brandon Collins
1: is an early investor too, as well. Yeah,
2: exactly. I invested in my ah. coin. Uh, and also, it's an investment in yourself. Okay. So if maybe you don't have anybody to get you anything for Father's Day, I say you get Bevel for yourself and then you show up and be like, I'm already taken care of. Keep your socks and ties. I don't want that shit. Uh, So make sure y'all guys go to GetBelva.com, and Code free TBGWT and get that first month free. All right. Bonus round. Uh, Now, you guys have heard that there's been a bunch of uh, bathroom laws Mm -hmm. going around. recent spate of anti-LGBT bathroom bills across the country. Mm -hmm. Um, And so one vigilante took it upon himself to... uh, to, to get justice. Okay? Oh, shit. um shit. Apparently, uh, the Dallas Observer is reporting that a man in, interrogated a woman to make sure she is peeing in the right spot. And she captured it on she? video on her phone. How
0: She a puppy dog?
2: Puppy dog. Yeah, You're peeing a in a p- the right oh. spot? He put down some newspaper in the bathroom. Here's a video.
0: Wait, what
1: did you say? I, I said you can't do like that. When I saw you in so I thought you was seven. A boy? Yeah, and I was kind of confused. Are yeah. you racist? Yeah, yeah. You know, so
3: that's the only reason now that I see the woman. Is that a problem?
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool. See? You know, it's difficult. You, you dress like a man. Of course, you dress like a man. So, yeah,
3: you dress like a man.
0: That's the shit we do.
2: Yep. He was checking to see if she was dressed. Uh, he said she was dressed like a man, so he had to check to see if she went into the right bathroom, because she went into the girls' bathroom, and uh, he decided to take it upon himself as bathroom man. Wow! To uh, make sure that uh, no crime was being committed. Um, In the
0: bathroom by your fucking self.
2: Yeah, Karen. You know, might she might have been trying to rape nobody. The only crime
1: I've been committed is in that toilet. You know what I mean?
0: You know
2: what I'm saying? It's ah, a crime you scene. In the toilet. It's a crime scene. In what the store. What was stall.
0: the toilet wearing?
2: Uh, so guess the race, Brandon, of the uh bathroom. Of vigilante. The African man.
1: <laughs> that clearly, was...
2: could be South African. You never know.
1: I'm gonna go with black man. This is what was my man doing? I don't know. <laughs> yeah he needs a hobby what does this dude do i hope he's working in the bathrooms like he's the bathroom attendant for the male bathroom I, this is a, it's just an african dude following people in the
2: bathroom. i think this is his hobby <laughs> uh <laughs> the so, sparger says black man who needs a hobby uh as uh, uh oh did i even put patrice's picture in the last one y'all knew she was black it don't matter uh i you hope he, june says i hope he ain't black which i think is a vote for black uh, number one <laughs> <laughs> number one bathroom detective agency. Oh, mm. that's so good, Black Rock. Mm. I missed mm. that show. Coming uh, to
1: America, Black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Denise, I think you're right on that one. It's like it's <laughs> like Eddie Murphy's character like didn't have a job yet.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, he was working uh at McDowell's cleaning the bathrooms. Oh, the correct answer is, of course, he was black guys. I'm sorry, I didn't want it to be true either. And I'll put his picture in here, but uh, yeah, he's, he's black as fuck, y'all. I'm sorry. I saw this shit, I saw this shit when I was preparing for the show. I was like, oh, man.
1: Oh, he would be the one to do this.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, he's, he sound like the same when they type you them emails in all caps. It sound like they're yelling at you.
1: You
2: didn't look like a girl when I saw you enter. Yo, he does have jiggaboo eyes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, like he, like you read that email. I am a prince! from zimbabwe would you like to give me your bank account i'm like calm down
2: yeah you didn't convince me daniel you
0: yeah.
2: ah! <laughs> just showed up tell the truth
0: oh
2: tell the truth these are your men anyway uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's go to the sword ratchetness man let's get the uh longest sound effect ever uh shout out to rss radio they uh have a silent skip function on their app and someone told me when I play this sound effect, it mostly skips the whole sound effect because it's so much silence. <laughs> 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 I don't mind. I love this sound effect.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> too silent. Skip past it.
2: <laughs> That's right. Stay out of the bathroom, guys. Oh. a man impersonates deputy found with a sword and cocaine what and he was wearing a green sheriff's hat a necklace badge and a sheriff's shirt
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: guess the race white mm-hmm. a south englishman found with a sword and cocaine in his truck is accused of pretending to be a sheriff's deputy <laughs> according to johnson county sheriff's office criminal complaints deputies responded to a report of a reckless driver traveling at a high rate of speed southbound on interstate 380 around 9 30 in the morning monday the vehicle a black ford truck had red and blood emergency lights activated the uh i think they mean blue was red and blood Mm, typo anyway um a deputy caught up to the driver identified as 50 year old kenneth a odom uh when deputy spoke with odom he found he was wearing a dark green sheriff's hat a necklace badge and a shirt emergency lights and a camera were mounted on his windshield and a black police hat was taped to the dashboard so he was impersonating a a cop uh, it would have and he had a sword
1: was he blasting dmx
2: Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, odom also had a pistol handled black sword cane wedged uh between the center console and a front seat of his truck as well as a medical bottle with three small packages of crack cocaine crack <laughs> damn in 2016 <laughs> who the crack in 2016 <laughs> damn o- o- odom was arrested and faces charges of impersonating a public official carrying weapons possession of a controlled substance and reckless driving damn well uh yeah so don't trust these motherfuckers with swords dog. some of them even think they the cops mm-hmm. who knows how many people could have been pulled over by this dude and he was just a second away from being sliced with a motherfucking sword man uh make sure you guys go out and support comedy outliers Please yes, do yes. get your ticket to the show in two weeks all right you never know how spectacular it's gonna be you just know it's always gonna be great i never heard anything bad about comedy outliers Mm-mm. so make sure you guys show support and listen to the podcast man That's
0: good. Uh, i listen to it every thank week you, man. man
2: for real uh at no time are they even playing with y'all okay guys <laughs> yes, every single I time love the intro
0: and outro songs
2: right uh so make sure you guys support them uh follow brandon on twitter he's american collins yes uh, thank you so make sure you guys follow uh follow that and Good uh, follow. Yeah, and if you
1: want to uh, you know you're ever in New York go to AmericanCollins.com. you can check me out at gigs. I have comedy hours monthly but I also do like spots all over the city and everything
2: like that. I finally got a website, yo. Yeah. yeah, hey. Cool. Congratulations, buddy. <laughs> you're a real comedian yeah, step now. your game up. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, we'll be back uh tomorrow and we'll probably play Obama's uh like his his part. Right. Uh but uh, until then uh go to uh, adamandeve.com code tbgwt get bevel.com code tbgwt and pick up our album the best of erotic Karen on itunes and amazon uh for shadow dog productions uh until then i love you i
0: love you too
2: do the crack
1: appreciates y'all for letting brandon come on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> he loves everything y'all doing all right just keep it real <laughs> give me 100 brandon no blackout
2: tips mm. brandon we did it my nigga
0: <laughs> we did it. Though. Thank
2: you guys so much for I
0: love you too. I love you nigga. I <laughs> love you
1: too nigga. Mwah. Mwah.